Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market like we are every Sunday at 10 o'clock, giving you all the updated knowledge about everything happening in the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo team at LPT Realty, um, and, and I'm going to share some wonderful, exciting stuff about LPT Realty today. But first, I want to talk about the Tampa year-end real estate statistics uh, and then talk a little bit about uh, what I see in 2024's real estate market, which I believe will be a much better year than 2023. So looking first at the statistics, there were 2,592 homes that sold in December of 2023. Now, interestingly enough, you know, if we compare that to last December, uh, we saw 2,777 which is you know just a few percentage points uh, difference. However, if you look back to 2021, uh, 3,700, I think it was three, or let me find 3,781 in December of 2021, 3,839 in December of 2020. So when you go from 3,700 to 2,500, that's about a 35% drop in the number of monthly sales that we were seeing back in prior years. And historically, December has been a really solid real estate month, and and it just wasn't this year. And so the year closed in 2023 with the fewest number of homes sold um, in in a couple of decades, Uh, even going back to some of the worst parts of our real estate market in you know the um, you know 2008 to 2012 years um you know we we saw the worst year in home sales however we did not see a decline in values we actually saw home values rise through the year in january the average sell price was 433,000 by the end of the year we saw it 465,000 so we actually had a gain of about 7% in appreciation um you know for the year if you look back at 2022 we started the year at 400,000 and ended at 430 also about a 7% gain in the average sell price going back to 20 uh, 2021, we saw a rise from 323,000 to 400,000. Now that year, um, we saw a bigger climb in value than we than we had the last few. That was a 25 plus percent gain in value um, that we saw back in uh, 2021, and we saw a similar number in 2020. So, what does that mean? It means that home values are going to continue to rise um, no matter how many home sales there are, and no matter what's going on with interest rates, we're seeing appreciation in Tampa Bay. And a lot of people might wonder, well, hey, why are we seeing home values rise when the number of home sales are dropping? Because we still have really strong demand. You know, contrary to uh, other parts of the country where people are moving out of those areas, we have people moving into our area. So we're, we're fortunate that um, what might prompt a slowdown in appreciation or cause some depreciation, we're not experiencing that because we still continue to have relatively low inventory with a strong demand for people moving here and wanting to buy homes. If I look further at the statistics um, and I look at the month's supply of inventory, in December we were at 3.43 months' supply of inventory. And if you if you look at January, we were 3.67. So throughout the year, the inventory drops from January in spring and summer months and then rises at the end of the year pretty 
pretty consistently in time. So we we really didn't change much from January to the end of the year in months supply of inventory. Uh, if you look at last year, we started the year at 1.1 1. 1, uh, in 2022, for example, and ended at 3.1. So last year, we actually saw an inventory gain. Uh, in 2023, we did not see an inventory gain. Um, so what does that mean and why? Well, last year we had historically high interest rates. So what was happening is you had people that have, you know, seven, you know, that that look at purchase interest rates at seven and eight percent and say, hey, I have my interest rate at three or four or five and I don't want to give that up. So I'm either going to if I have to move. Um, you also saw a lot more cash in the marketplace. People saying, you know what, I don't want to pay the rate. I'm going to go buy cash because, you know, a, a guaranteed savings account, I'm only getting 5%, um, you know, interest rates at eight. I don't want to pay an 8% interest rate. So I'm simply going to use my cash. So we had a lot more cash purchases happening. But but what ends up happening is all those people that are sitting in their homes thinking about selling them either turned them into rentals and moved or stayed put. Because they didn't want to give up their three or four percent interest rate for seven or eight. What we expect to see in 2024 is more of that inventory come onto the market. And the reason is because interest rates have softened and they've dropped some. Um, I saw rates in the fives this week. I, I saw somebody get quoted in the high fours. Um, so so if we're talking, you know, fives and even into the sixes for interest rates, that's enough of a of a drop from the eights to motivate some people in the fours and fives. Maybe not people with two and three percent yet, but it's gonna increase some inventory. It's gonna give us some more homes to sell, which in essence is gonna create more home sales because what ends up happening is when those people sell, they need to go out and buy as well. So the domino effect of a of a slight drop in interest rate is that it creates new buyers um, that couldn't afford eight percent but can afford five or six. It increases buying power of buyers to be able to buy um, maybe a more expensive house. So now they're comfortable selling their starter home and moving up. And then it also closes the gap between home sellers that have lived in their homes for a few years and bought um, and secured mortgages during our record record low mortgage rates. So what does that mean? It means that we're going to see more home sales in 2024 because interest rates are higher. And I think we'll see a comparable appreciation throughout 2024 because, again, now you've got uh, not quite – the conditions that we saw in 2020 and 2021 that saw C 25 plus percent appreciation, but 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 more closer, you know, but but a move in the direction of that compared to where we were last year with record high interest rates. So, um, I believe we are going to see more home sales. We're going to see some energy in the market. We're going to see more buyers be able to qualify. Um, and do I think we're going to see you know 2021 or 2020 numbers? No. But but it's definitely going to be a, a, a tick up from last year, and I think we might see a little bit of appreciation. That's a little bit better appreciation than we've seen the last two years. Last two years we've hovered around seven percent for the uh, gain in the average sale price from you know the start of the year to the end of the year. Uh, I think that's going to come up a little bit this year because of the lower interest rates. So if you are someone who looked at buying or selling last year, and you said you know what I'm not going to do it. Um, or I'm going to rent my house out until the rates get better, or I'm simply going to wait. I'm going to wait it out. You should definitely look at it again because the payment on a mortgage at eight percent 
compared to 5.5% is drastically different. Um, and and I believe that that will create buying power for people. But I also believe there are people out there that decided not to opt into the market because of that certain circumstance. So you if you opted out last year because of the rates, definitely get back into the market. Talk to us. Hit us up on social media or go to DuncanDuo.com to uh, inquire about selling your home. All of our social channels are at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, you name it, we're out there at the Duncan Duo um, and message us on any of the social media channels and we'll get back to you with uh, relevant real estate information for your specific property. But you should look at payments again and look at qualifying again. If you tried last year and couldn't qualify, if you tried last year and didn't like where your payment would be, or simply if you tried last year and you know it was just too expensive and you weren't comfortable with it. So a couple of other things I want to point out about the uh, monthly statistics. Uh, the, the days on market, um, we've hovered around 50 days on market for uh, until property sells for, for a good bit of time um, the last couple of years. During uh, 22 and 21, we saw those in the teens, 20s, and 30s. I, I think there's going to be a drop in the days on market. I think homes are going to sell a little bit faster in uh, 2024 than they did in 2023. So I think you're going to see the days on market um, you know, drop a little bit. You're going to see bidding wars come back a little bit. And look, this is what I'm, I'm saying based on where rates are trending right now. What I want to advise consumers of is there's a lot of economic conditions that affect interest rates. A lot of economists believe that interest rates will trend down this year. However, uh, that's what they predict. Um, and, and I can tell you, a lot of times they predict things and then they end up being wrong because if they could always get it right, they wouldn't need to be an analyst. They'd be a billionaire. So the point I'm making is if rates are down now, don't wait to act because if you wait to act, then external conditions could affect interest rates, could affect the market, and could cause your inability to be able to um, do what you'd like to do uh, in the real estate you know, segment. So Knowing that, uh, don't wait. Waiting, unfortunately, opens up external factors that can negatively impact your ability to buy or sell, change your payment, change the rates. Right now, things are trending in the right direction. There could be an economic thing. There could be war. There could be a storm. There could be all kinds of things that throw that out of whack. Uh, And the longer you wait to execute on what you really want to do with your, your home ownership either selling a home or buying a home, the more risk you're opening up to the conditions that look great right now uh, changing. So uh, if if everything looks good for you and you're encouraged to do it now, um, you know, the idea that, oh, I'm going to wait because rates might drop another quarter or half point. Um, if I I could tell you how many horror stories that people did that and then rates rose back up or there was some sort of economic condition or they lost a job or this happened or that happened. So waiting is generally... Uh, not on your side when it comes to real estate, except after you buy it. Uh, one of my favorite real estate quotes of all time is don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Because the win that you get happens after you've bought it. It generally doesn't get, uh, you generally don't get the win uh, by waiting before you buy because external conditions can happen um, and and things can, can affect you. So, um, so nonetheless, don't wait to buy real estate. Um, buy real estate and wait. So again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show here on WFLA News. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 
TikTok, and Facebook, uh, pretty much anywhere out there. You can message us and we will get back to you quickly with any questions you have about real estate, whether it's getting into the real estate business, whether it's selling your home, whether it's buying a home, um, pretty much anywhere in the country. We've got a network of agents that we can uh, help you connect with in other parts of the country as well if you're thinking about selling uh, real estate somewhere else or buying real estate somewhere else. We would love to refer you to one of our favorite agents um, all over the country. So I'm going to be back and I'm going to continue this conversation after a quick break here on WFLA News. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Andrew Duncan with LPT Realty. If you're thinking about a career change or you simply want to learn more about LPT Realty and all the great things that I am uh, doing uh, as I grow uh, that brokerage, uh, hit us up at jointheduo.com. You can apply for any one of our team's or companies open positions. You can also set up a consultation with me if you're simply wanting to run your own business within LPT Realty. And that's one of the things I'm really excited about with LPT is that now I have the ability not just to help people that work on my team, but help other entrepreneurs, business owners, and agents learn from what I've done building a team and help me do that as well for them uh, as part of LPT Realty. And I think it's important who you pick as your sponsor important who you align with. And if you're someone that's listened to me on the show and watched my stuff online and thought about, hey, I'd really love to learn from him, uh, this is a great opportunity to do that because I'm, I'm offering a lot of really cool uh, programs and coaching classes and Zooms and different things uh, you know, through LPT Realty and would love to share that with you. Um, if you come over to LPT Realty, just go to jointheduo.com, set up a consultation, or send us a DM on any one of our social channels. So I saw an article this week talking about a, a buyer's offer being rejected verbally. Um, and and it's it brought up it brought up a point for me to make sure people understand this. And this isn't legal advice because you know every situation is a little bit different. But this article was basically an attorney um, for the Florida Association of Realtors talking about verbal contracts. So it was an example of a, uh, a an agent that made an offer with a buyer. The listing agent called saying the seller accepted the offer and would hopefully sign and return it within 24 hours. Um, after a few days, the contract was never returned and the associate sent a text to say the seller signed a contract with a different buyer. So I can understand the buyer and the agent being furious, but the reality is, as the article goes on to say, the uh, f- the way the statute of frauds applies to Florida uh, real estate contract law, contracts got to be in writing and contain the other side's signature before it becomes enforceable. Oral contracts can exist on other types of transactions, but according to this attorney, that's not the case for the purchase of real property. So both agents, sellers, and buyers, um, it's really important to understand that um, if you want an agreement to be really valid and want to be able to take it to the bank and accept it uh, as as the way it is, it needs to be um, in writing uh, to best protect you because verbally it's, it's hard to prove it. Can you really say that it happened? Can they say that it happened? Could they say that it didn't happen? That's where it basically comes in. So the, um, the according to the attorney, there's, since there's no written offer and it only contains a buyer signature, there's no enforceable contract against the seller. Therefore, um, the seller's perspective, these facts don't show evidence of fraud, misrepresentation, or other actionable seller behavior. Um, so since there is no valid claim on contract law, there's no facts that cut against the seller. So the listing associate or brokerage firm, uh, in, in that situation, 
um, there could there could be depending on all the communication, but a, the offer was presented, which is required by the agent. As long as the offer was presented, um, then it was certainly the seller's choice, and you know the agent didn't really conceal or do anything wrong, um, other than uh, legally. Now, ethically, morally, you could certainly argue, and and I'm certainly not. I know that I've been put in those uncomfortable positions before by sellers who change their mind, um, but. Um, there is some liability on the listing side as it relates to uh, you know dishonestly dealing by trick, scheme, or device. In other words, um, the ability to enforce a verbal contract upon the seller is going to be challenging, but there could be a case in a case-by-case basis where there could be some sort of uh, Florida Real Estate Commission or Code of Ethics complaint against the listing broker for the, you know, kind of the deception or even saying that the offer was accepted. So I'm always a firm believer that you say things like, um, you know, I believe the seller is going to accept the offer or I'm working on the seller accepting the offer. Or, I hope to have the seller signing the contract because anytime you indicate that it's accepted, you can definitely run into some uncomfortable things. But there have been plenty of times in my real estate career where a seller said, yeah, I, I you know, I, I think I'm going to accept this, um, but until it comes in writing, it, it really doesn't count. So I think it's important the language that you use when you're communicating that to another agent or a buyer or a seller and saying things like, I believe, or, or my hope is, or that's what I'm working towards. But until it's in writing, it doesn't count. That's what every agent should always close with. Until it's in writing, it doesn't count, but that's what we're working towards because uh, as far as representing the seller, another offer could show up, and it's certainly the seller's choice. The seller could change their mind. Until it's in writing, it really doesn't count. So it's important as an agent that if you're going to communicate that the seller accepts the offer, that you have it in writing. If you don't have it in writing, then my recommendation is always saying things like, you believe the seller is going to accept the offer. You you expect that the seller is going to accept the offer. That's different than actually indicating that that the event has happened. So hopefully that's some helpful information about verbal contracts when it comes to real estate contracts in Florida. When we aren't on air again, follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, and hit us up at DuncanDuo.com for your free home value estimate. I'll be back continuing our conversation after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And I talked about this on the last show, but I want to get into some more statistics about the luxury real estate market. I talked um, in prior episodes about how you know, I remember back when, you know, there might only be a few sales above a million dollars in Tampa's real estate market in a month. And now uh, it's hundred, you know, over a hundred a month on average. And I want to say around 1300 for the whole year. But, but there have been some statistics that have come out to talk about how the sale of luxury real estate has outpaced the rest of the market. And it just goes to show you how many uh, affluent entrepreneurs are moving uh, to Tampa. Um, we we have we you just have a lot of people moving here. It's it's a there's there's more luxury uh, buildings being constructed. Uh, there's great taxation opportunities for business owners. Um, there's just an economic climate that is a positive one for people that are successful in other parts of the country to say, hey, I want to move there and operate the business that I operate. So the data, um, you know, across the board shows that um, single family homes. Priced at one million or more, 
uh, increased 61.8%, and condo sales in that range increased 300% last year compared to um, you know nominal increases in the number of sales from the year before. So many wealthy buyers are able to pay cash and get financing. So interestingly, they're not as deterred from higher interest rates. But the um, the poor performance in the stock market has also driven um, you know some people to invest in luxury real estate. Well, that's come back a little bit this year. Um, you know, it's been it's it certainly had an impact on last year's luxury real estate market. So the shift to work to pandemic drew hordes of new buyers to Tampa Bay, including a lot of high earners that are CEOs of companies. And we don't we're not quite at the um, you know Miami esque real estate market yet. Uh, but nonetheless, there is definitely uh, an opportunity for more luxury sales happening in Tampa Bay. There's more people moving here that can afford it, um, and there are more buildings. Um, you know, there are more buildings that are uh, priced in seven figure and up range that are being constructed. So not only is that attractive to luxury buyers, but the economics have brought. Uh, more of that crowd here. So while the secret to Tampa Bay is out, prices are going to continue to rise and our luxury market is going to continue to uh, perform very well because, again, you've got more inventory being created and you also have a dynamic where um, you know, there's a spotlight on Tampa Bay. So um, definitely a great opportunity for our luxury market. Um, and, and statistically, there were 1,352 sales Above a million dollars in, um, you know, in 2023, which again, uh, highest number on record. The average sale price of homes above a million was 1.7. Uh, 58 days on market. Now, again, to put this into perspective, the uh, the you know it was 50 days on market for homes priced between 350 and 399. You might look at that and say. You know, well, it is a little higher, but again, historically, the days on market of homes above a million dollars would be double, triple, quadruple in some instances than than those homes uh, that were priced lower, simply because there just wasn't a buyer pool there to support the number of homes coming on the market. And now, when you look at it, there is a buyer pool there. Uh, the, there are homes selling very quickly. The idea that you have to hold a million-dollar home for long periods of time before it sells is, is gone. It just isn't the case anymore. You you definitely have. Um, you know th- that inventory is definitely turning hands closer to the same pace as homes in our average price ranges because it's become more normalized. There's just a lot more activity. There's more inventory. There's more buyers moving here. So there isn't some huge disparity between the days on market for luxury real estate above a million dollars and also the list to sell price ratio. The list to sell price ratio for uh, 2023 hovered between 96 to 97%. Uh, and for homes priced between two to 250, it was 97%. Now it was 98 and 99 in some of the three and 400 ranges, but still not drastically off. Again, when when I started selling real estate in Tampa Bay, that list to sell price ratio was dramatically different. Um, and there's some other, I think, key factors to put in here that as time has gone on, I think more and more Tampa Bay real estate agents have gotten the educated, including people at my company and myself, have gotten the right kind of education about how to market luxury real estate, uh, how to price luxury real estate. So in addition to the uh, market delivering more inventory, 
and more buyers to us, I believe agents that operate in that space have gotten more educated uh, in terms of employing tools, in terms of marketing, in terms of pricing the homes appropriately, um, you know, so that they would sell and not just sit forever. So, um, so kudos to the luxury real estate agents across Tampa Bay. Those statistics truly support that the agents operating in that space are um, doing a great job with pricing the properties and not overpricing them, you know, but pricing them within the range of them selling. So that's why we continue to see, you know, uh, a massive amount of, you know, of home sales um, above a million dollars. So um, again, really neat statistics that are available. Um, we'll put some of those up on our socials. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. YouTube, pretty much every social media out there. We are at uh, the Duncan Duo um, everywhere. And hit us up at DuncanDuo.com if you're thinking about getting your home value estimate, if you're thinking about an instant cash offer for your house, um, or whether you want to sell your home traditionally. One of the things that we focus on in our business is being a one-stop shop to provide all of the options for consumers. So whether you're looking to sell your home uh, that needs a lot of work in a quick cash type scenario, or whether you're looking to sell it traditionally. When you sell it traditionally, you're generally going to put more money in your pocket, but it's going to be a little bit more inconvenient. When you sell the cash offer path to either investors or hedge funds, uh, or us directly, because we have a fund, we we buy homes ourselves, you're simply looking at it from a standpoint of uh, you know, convenience. You're you're not going to put as much money in your pocket, but it's going to be quick, clean cash. Um, great opportunity for people that inherit homes that have homes that have lots of work. Um, you know, we obviously work with some of the largest hedge funds in the world that, that make offers on real estate. Um, but a lot of the funds that are buying homes to either fix up and and resell or or fix up and rent. A lot of those are products that they don't like to buy, and and that's where my company still, uh, you know, purchases homes that need massive amounts of work, that need massive renovation. So, um, if you have a home that needs massive renovation, um, that is, um, you know, something we can help with. I found it funny. Uh, I was looking at an article from a few months ago, and it said that um, you know Tampa was one of the most overvalued uh, housing markets in America. But as we move into this year, we continue to see um, you know, the, the the drive of people to move here. So um, while some places may call us uh, overvalued, the market has continued to tell us the complete opposite of that, uh, driving more and more people here uh, and driving values up. And I think it's going to be a stellar uh, real estate year in um, – in 2024. Real estate investors, this is an audience I want to talk to because I think that um, there is a, a great opportunity out there right now um, in real estate investing. And one of the most you know common places that people go uh, when, when they buy investment property is, is you know, go, going to Airbnb or going VRBO or, or renting out the home, you know, short term. And that has done very well for a lot of people. But there are a lot of investors that have bought homes that they have put into Airbnbs uh, that they've done VRBO with that now aren't performing the way that they wanted to. I think there's been a trend where there's fewer people using uh, those 
sites and using the idea of renting out a house versus a hotel. I think it's not as popular as it was a year or two ago, and I think there's been a decline, while at the same time, hundreds of gurus out there selling courses and telling people to do it, that I think there's a bit of an oversaturation. So if you are someone that bought a property to Airbnb it, and you're not seeing the returns that you used to, you are not alone. I have friends that own hundreds of doors that are running into obstacles now where they look at the numbers and they're not making as much sense. Um, and and so if you own a lot of those Airbnb units and you're not making the same money, I don't believe it's going to get better. Um, I believe it's going to get worse. So this would be a great opportunity to consider selling those homes. If you're someone that owns a package of those, we have investors that will be looking to buy them. Um, you know, you can reach out to us at DuncanDuo.com. You can send us a message on any of our socials if you have if you have you know, large uh, amounts of housing that you would like to sell and maybe move it into a move it into apartment buildings or 1031 it into commercial real estate. We've assisted some investors with bulk sales, um, presenting those to funds. So if you're someone that does own a lot of doors and you're looking to pivot into another asset in the real estate space, I think that's the smart play. I see a lot of people selling off uh, Airbnb units and moving it into places that are generating cash, better cash flow. I always tell people a lot of times if you own if you own or you're going to turn a property into a rental um, and it becomes an investment, um, that's what you have to pay attention to. Not the emotion or not liking the home or not liking the asset, but is that asset performing as well as another one could if you move that money somewhere else? So I think you're seeing some Airbnb investors move their assets and sell either individual properties or sell bulks of properties to funds that will turn around and either rent them long term or fix them up and resell them. If you've got a large amount of real estate, a bulk set of real estate uh, and single family homes, again, we would love the opportunity to talk to you. You can hit us up at DuncanDuo.com or message us, uh, send an email through the website and our team will make sure to reach out to you to talk to you about what some of your options are. And clearly, some of those options are things like, you know, you sell the assets that aren't performing as well. And then you move the money into uh, properties that are properties or other parts of the country in some instances that are performing at a better clip. And we do that analysis for people all the time. And I'm personally involved with some of that. So if you do own a lot of real estate that you're looking to exit, um, you can make sure, again, to uh, to hit us up at DuncanDuo.com um, or uh, message us at the Duncan Duo or Texas 813 813- Three five nine eighty nine ninety, and we would love the opportunity to talk to you. We've we've had clients that have reached out that have had, you know, hundred units, fifty units, twelve units, eight units that they're looking to exit, and you know maybe they don't want to put them on the market traditionally. Uh, there's definitely some paths and some places where we can you know help make that happen for you. So hopefully, um, you know, you you can then move the, the you know ten thirty one the funds into other performing assets. Because the, the obstacle, especially if you own a lot of it, um, when you're trying to do a 1031, the obstacle is that if you sell each individual unit, the, the time clock starts ticking and you've got to move the money in that unit. And there are some ways to kind of package that together to make the, the taxes and the numbers work and, and the timeline work a little bit better um, in some instances. So we would love the opportunity to help you with that, again, at DuncanDuo.com. We'll be back after a quick break here on WFLA News. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about LPT Realty. I mentioned our career night earlier in the show. If you're someone thinking about a real estate career or um, thinking about a change of companies, go to jointheduo.com. You can fill out a quick form to register for our career night. Um, you can also apply for any one of our open positions or set up a consultation with me to talk about LPT Realty. And I, I want to preface this for anyone listening to the show. Um, after years and years, decades, 
actually running my own business through other companies. Uh, I moved to LPT Realty because I saw so much of the upside, so much of the of the things that the company is doing to grow, um, the, the fact that it's going to go public, uh, agents have the opportunity to benefit from that in terms of earning shares of stock, as well as earning income from people that they can bring into the company. And to me, it was just a no-brainer with all the tools uh, to grow wealth, but also the tools to sell more real estate. A lot of really cool tools at LPT Realty. The LPT stands for Listing Power Tools, which, again, the whole premise is to help you generate more listings as an agent as well as get more traction on them. Um, so I love everything this company stands for. Um, I'm excited about it. it. You know, It's had this huge amount of growth, um, and the annual um, you know, convention for LPT is actually in St. Pete every year, uh, and they geared around the St. Pete Grand Prix because we sponsor as a company the uh, the St. Pete Grand Prix. So I'm really excited about um, you know partaking in that. There's going to be some really neat masterminds and events. If you want access to any of those, uh, send me a message on social media if you're an agent um, and you want to participate in any of the educational things that are going on that week uh, to help grow your business. Um, you know, send us a message on social media and we'll make sure to get you some invites and information about uh, some events, uh, attending the races, uh, qualifying, as well as the uh, the conferences where a lot of top agents have joined the company and they're all masterminding and networking together. And we'd love to share some of that experience um, with you. So you're going to keep hearing more about LPT Realty. It is the fastest growing real estate company um, pretty much in history, it's it's grown from zero to uh, thousands of agents in just a couple of years, and is is you know taking the you know taking the approach of growing nationally as well, having launched into twenty five states, um, you know so far. So pretty massive growth uh, so far with LPT Realty, and super excited about it. But but the thing that I want to talk to agents about that consider either joining my team or joining LPT Realty. You know, we we're in a we're in a much different real estate market than we've ever been. It's gotten harder to generate the business. Um, there's more people competing for the business. There's more agents than we've ever had despite being fewer transactions. It's gotten harder and harder and more expensive to market and generate the business. And so alignment with my team, alignment with LPT Realty, what it really means is, you know, an alignment with companies who are geared around helping real estate agents do more business, helping coach them, helping them uh, build marketing messages um, and all the things to allow them to be more successful. So it's something that I'm really excited about because in my years of building my team, I'd, I'd always just been kind of focused on building my team. And now I have the ability not just to run and build my team, but also to help um, the, uh, you know, to help grow, um, you know, the real estate brokerage, um, you know, side of things. So really excited about it. And, and I think, again, a lot of amazing tools. You're going to keep seeing it grow. And I think if you're a real estate agent thinking about, you know, who to go with and who to name as your sponsor, um, I always caution people to say, who, who is it that you think can bring you value? Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I've recruited so many people to the company is because they know that the business I've built and the 20 years I've been in and the billions in home sales that, that I've got a lot of experience in marketing and leadership and building teams and building a business that I can teach and help them grow. So I think it's crucial who you name as your sponsor because it isn't, it's obviously Obviously, about bringing the opportunity to the person, but it's also about what can that person bring to you and how will they help you? Because if you're naming them, they're obviously, they have a vested interest in your success. So I'm super excited about all the agents I'm helping, not just within my team, um, but all the agents within LPT Realty. And if it's something you're interested in, 
Again, send us a message on any of our socials. You can also go to jointheduo.com. You can set up a consultation directly with me. Uh, you can apply for any of our team's open positions. Um, but I think the easiest, quickest path would be just sending a DM on social media, either Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much any of them. If you Whatever social media you like to use. If you're an agent and you're thinking about a change, um, would love the opportunity to talk to you about all the cool things uh, that are happening with LPT Realty. And I'm super excited about the Grand Prix. You know, it's interesting because I remember uh, speaking to some people about LPT last year um, before I came over. And, and I walked around the track. And if you've listened to this show or follow me on social media personally, you know, I'm, I'm heavily into car. I love cars. I love racing. And so as I walked around the track last year, um, I, I was just, I was jealous. I mean, LPT was everywhere and their agents had these, you know, all these cool seats and they had a luxury paddock and, you know, and, and I just remember thinking to myself, man, why isn't the company I work for, uh, that my team's at doing stuff like this. And so I'm, I'm excited to now be a part of that and get to experience the race, uh, this year in a, in a cooler environment. And, um, I actually get to race my McLaren on the track this year at the St. Pete Grand Prix. Um, during one of the qualifying days. So I'm really excited about that. I hope to see you out there. And if you're an agent and you want more information about it, again, just slide into those DMs. So um, appreciate you tuning in. Again, join the duo.com if you're an agent thinking about a career change or duncanduo.com for anyone interested in selling their home. And thanks so much for tuning in and have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay.